0: Well, hello and welcome to Kindred Church. It's good to be with you. If I've not met you before, my name is Daniel. Uh, I'm the the pastor here. And if this is your first time to worship with us at Kindred, we are especially glad that you have tuned in. Uh, For those of you who are regulars with us uh, at Kindred online, and if you're watching this on video, you'll see that I'm not in my normal spot. I'm actually recording this from my back patio. And the reason for that is that, unfortunately, my family was hit with COVID this week. So we're dealing with that, isolating uh, at home. Unfortunately, all of our, our symptoms are uh, mild, and, and we're grateful for that. Uh, but the life of the church goes on, and worship goes on, and today we have a, a special treat. Um, Minoka Yants is here to preach for us. Um, those of you that are active in the Kindred community, uh, you probably have already met Minoka at one time or another, but for those who may not know, Minoka is a graduate of Duke Divinity School, and she serves on staff at Duke Divinity School now, uh, and Minoka graciously offers her time and her pastoral gifts in a whole variety of, of ways to us at Kindred church, and one of those ways is that she preaches for us uh, on a regular basis, and, and we always enjoy it when she does. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Minoka for today's sermon.
1: This morning we read the scripture passage, but I would also like to read it again from another translation. The translation is called The Message and is often used as a modern translation of the Bible. This translation reads our scripture passage this way. Most of all, love each other as if your life depended on it. Love makes up for practically anything. Be quick to give a meal to the hungry, a bed to the homeless, cheerfully. Be generous with the different things God gave you, passing them around so all can get in on it. If it's words, let it be God's words. If help, let it be God's hearty help. That way, God's bright presence will be evident in everything through Jesus, and God will get the credit as the one mighty in everything. Now, it's clear to me in this translation of the passage that for those who are committed to the ways of being a Christian, it is not necessarily about living a godly life as much as a life lived because of God. All that we do and say should always be tied to our relationship to God. In 1 Peter, service then is not merely a courtesy, but an extension of the Christian identity. Now bear with me as I stand on my hypothetical soapbox for a minute. But I think the greatest people alive are church ladies. Now if you're an SNL fan, I don't mean those kind of church ladies. I use this term in the best way and in the most loving way. In some ways, to be classified as a church lady is a lost art form, both for good and probably bad reasons. But if you're a person who didn't grow up in the church, I'll explain to you what this group of people has meant to me and to my relationship to the life of the church. As you can probably imagine, churches don't run by magic or sheer luck. But by often volunteers, especially here at Kindred, it's just the same. And now when I was growing up, my church, as many in that generation, was run mostly behind the scenes by volunteers who were women any event where food was involved, the setting of communion tables, flowers for the altar, vacation Bible school, mission fundraisers, checking in on people who were sick or have had new additions to their family, you name it, and church women got it done. And as a small kid, I idolized these women. They were like church ninjas to me. They all held the secrets of how church was run and I wanted to be where they were. Now, my mom was not a church lady, but her friends were many of these church ladies, so often my hopes were granted. I learned how to serve the church because I saw these women do it first, motivated primarily by the love of God in each of them. I learned how the smallest detail from folding napkins to writing birthday cards could be a prayerful habit. These women did this, not because they got paid, but because of their connection to God. They chose to care for the people that God cared for because they knew deeply the God who had first loved them. Christian service for them was about their redemption in Christ that bore fruit into the world. Just as my story about church ladies, 1 Peter reminds us that what is at stake for Christ believers is not so much what they believed, but what they did. This was true in the time that 1 Peter was written, and it's true today as well. Because the audience of 1 Peter, primarily home churches in the Roman Empire, believed that Christ was Lord and not Caesar, The early church strived to establish communities that were marked by love rather than some sort of hierarchy or system of patronage. And these communities of love should be a model of how we envision our church today. Now, I've been connected to Methodism my whole entire life through all of its faults and through various stages of vigor on my own part because of its founder's belief in what is called social holiness. A core belief of John Wesley, the founder of what is now the Methodist Church, is that we should be people who are not focused entirely on individual faithfulness and that the church shouldn't be only calculated on what we believe is individual faithfulness. God's grace empowers believers to love and act hospitable just as we see here in first Peter, service isn't a choice, but or even a substitution. It's the core of what it means to be a Christian. Now I'm sure you're thinking, Minoka, there are a lot of people that I know that might be service oriented, but not necessarily Jesus oriented, which is true and good. Service not, is not necessarily a uniquely Christian thing. And if you fall into that category and you're listening to this sermon, Know that that is hunky-dory with me. The world needs all the help that it can get. But a truly holy life is a life connected to others as a direct connection to a life connected to God. For us hearing the sermon today who confess to be Christian, service is a way that we stay connected to God just as worship or prayer might be. We serve not just because it's the right thing to do, but because God's presence in our lives is the source of our service. Now, there is a thousand ways in which you can serve Christ. Some serve in high places of visibility. Some choose to pick places of anonymity. It really doesn't matter where you choose. Volunteering here at Kindred on Sunday mornings, you can crown yourself a church lady if that makes you feel excited or even a church person if that helps you, participating in a monthly mission project, finding people in your workplaces or your neighborhoods that need support. Maybe somebody you know in your circle is a little lost and needs encouragement. These are all acts of service that help one another and keep us connected to God. What matters is that in our service to Christ, another world is seen to be breaking into our everyday life the world that we pray on earth as it is in heaven this is the social holiness that John Wesley said was imperative to what it means to be the church I have the utmost privilege of having a crew of adopted grandparents throughout my life my best friend's mom I call her Grammy, has always signed every single card that she's ever written. Jesus loves you, and I do too. And it should be the thing that we believe as well, that there is a connection between who we are and the one who made us. Our love is nothing without God's love, and our service is nothing without it being connected to the one who models service to each of us. Just think about it as the way that light might break into its own rainbow of colors when it passes through a prism. Christ's love should do the same when it passes through us in our acts of service. So maybe spiritual habits are a scary thing for you to start. Or maybe you don't even feel like you know where to start. I hope that today you hear that service is above all about love, just start by loving those around you with less restraint. Use what God has already gifted you to serve in the places where you already see yourself or you already might feel called. In our world today, you just can't put a price on what it means to be kindness, to be kind and to show love. Now just as any good habit, spiritual habits move us to be better versions of ourselves. They ground us in God so that we can be who God intended us to be. Service is a spiritual habit that connects us to God's most beloved creation, each other. So don't turn away from the opportunity to love others and forgive them as we have been loved and forgiven. Don't miss the opportunity to welcome friends and neighbors into the life of what it means to be the church because god doesn't turn away from the opportunity to love us all of us let us pray oh lord help us not stay focused on ourselves and our own needs of you give us the awareness of the time talent and treasures you give to each of us each day May the way we live our lives be the reason that someone believes in the goodness of you. Let service become a spiritual habit in each one of us, so that our inner hearts and our external lives resemble your desired kingdom. In the name of your Son, the Ultimate Servant, we pray. Amen.
0: Well, thank you, Minoka, for a wonderful message. And thanks to all of you for worshiping with us today. A couple of quick things here for us before we go. Uh, the first is that if you are new to Kindred Church, I would love to connect with you, but I need your contact information in order to do that. So if you'll click the connect link in the description, leave me your info, and I'll reach out uh, later this week. Look forward to saying hey. Um, also, if you are local, we would love to see you in in-person worship. Online worship is awesome in so many ways, no doubt about it. Uh, but there's no substitute for, for in-person worship and getting to to interact and, and worship in the same room with uh, with others. So if you are interested in that, if you'll get on our website, it's kindrednc.church and you can get all the details about in-person worship. Uh, and then finally, we are moving into a really busy and a really exciting season as, as we head into fall here. We've got uh, a lot of opportunities for you to engage. We've got a lot of opportunities for you to grow in your faith and, and stay connected to God through this busy fall season that we are entering. So it's as important as ever that you click on the announcements link in the description and that'll keep you up to speed and up to date on all the different things that we've got going on, so that you can get uh, more involved uh, if and when you are ready to do so. Uh, well, with that, friends, remember that we love you, and we hope you have a great week. and May the peace of Christ be with you. Listeners, this free resource and all of Kindred's ministries are supported by the generosity of people like you. Your giving changes lives, and it helps us to share and embody God's love. If you'd like to make a donation, you can do so on our website at www.kindrednc.church. Just select give. You can find lots of ways to connect with our community on our website, as well as on our social media pages. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time.